What's up, y'all? You know what I can't stand is my ears to be cold. I hate when there's like a draft over your head. It's like, why? Why is there a draft? Do I have to put on earmuffs? Ugh. And I'm not in my house because it would not be a draft on my head in my house. But yeah, I don't like that. Um, what's up with y'all though? I went to the gym today. Uh, had a good workout. I got some. I'm still DoorDash free, my friend. But I went to Chili's, right? Which I never go there. That's how you know I'm just bored and have nothing to eat. Um, I need to start cooking at home. That, that maybe that'll be my next goal in life. But I just hate going to the grocery store. I did cook. I made spaghetti, but you can only eat so much spaghetti. But anyway, I ordered like some chicken fingers and crap, and then I got some. Um, mozzarella sticks well them fools didn't have no mozzarella sticks so when I got there he's all like I replaced your mozzarella stick with fries first of all that's not the same price secondly I don't want no freaking fries my guy like I don't like warming up fries it's the most disgusting thing but it was what it was the food was all right um I tried some elote it's that corn on a cob it was good. I, I like corner and cob, but I hate it because you have to like floss afterwards because it gets stuck in your teeth and crap like that. But but yeah, but yeah, it was cool. Um, my son, he ordered him a new computer. He's growing up. He's like, my boys are like at the age where they don't really mean, need me to buy them anything no more. They're kind of like independent. And so one thing about parenting, when you finally... When you start realizing that like your kids financially don't need you as much, you kind of like start thinking to yourself like, why am I still working so hard? You know what I'm saying? Because like your whole life, you've been taking care of your kids, you work because you're trying to make sure your kids are straight, braces, sports, school, all that. And now that my kids are kind of like able to take care of themselves a little bit, obviously they still need me. It's kind of like, I don't know what to do. Like, do I still just keep going as hard to have nice things? Like, you know, you move in a good neighborhood for your kids. You know, you, you know, I mean, I can move back to the hood if I wanted to, I guess. I mean, my husband wouldn't want to. That That's the problem with him. He wants to live the upper echelon life. Me, I don't know. I don't want to deal with roaches and rats and stuff like that, but I'm not so like sold on like suburban life. I literally, and I keep saying this, like I really want to just get my CDL and just like drive trucks and like not have a home. That would be my ideal life. And I would actually like to try a little bit, but I know my husband, like in my, my dream life, I would love me and my husband to get CDLs and then just make him do all the driving and then like I could drive when he gets tired but like we just travel and we could stay wherever we wanted because you wouldn't really need a house like that and I mean we could live anywhere and yeah but I know that's like fantasy because then I'd get sick of people you know driving I'd get sick of having to like make 
quotas and then a lot of truck drivers they have like they put up with a lot of things like there's lots they can't park in they get ticketed for the most random stuff so i know it's a lot of downfalls in it but i don't know i think it'd be fun to be on the open road and my husband's all like you don't even like to drive but for money for money i would drive I don't know. It's it's something I toss out of there out my brain. Do you guys ever think about what you would do in another life if you had a t- chance to do something different, you know? I mean, that's that's a thought for me just some of those things. Um yeah, but other than that, like I said, I went to the gym and came home, did some laundry, all that. Um there was a little news going on, obviously the war over there in Israel still going on um I think a hospital was bombed or something like that crazy um yeah we'll get into that but let's get into this tomfoolery of Britney Spears is literally turning into Jada Pinkett like I don't know what her fixation is with uh Justin what is his name Timberlake but she loves to recall their relationship and it could be because she has like an NDA on Kevin Federline because I think she'd have more things to say about him, but it's something about Justin Timberlake. She just is fixated on him about. So she said that they had a baby. She revealed she had an abortion while in a relationship with Justin Timberlake. She said, uh, like I said, her and Jada, they pretty much, I bet Brittany will be Jada's first guest on her Red Table Talk, but Anyway, they dated back in 1999 to 2002. That's how old this news is. And they got rocky and they had a a baby. She said, I love Justin so much. I always expected us to have a family together one day. This would be much earlier than I anticipated. And then she said, but Justin just definitely wasn't happy about the pregnancy. He said we weren't ready to have a baby in our lives and we were way too young. So they agreed to terminate the pregnancy. But I don't know. They, uh, I don't know. And maybe Justin, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. She sees his life and hers and be like, that should be my life. I don't even know. But a lot of people are saying these celebrities are starting to harass the fans down with unsolicited information. Um, somebody said this explains so much. We're often stunned at age with a major trauma. Okay, I think this is on the list of 99 problems. This abortion is probably, you know, it's on there, but you know. Now it's Britney's turn to promote her book. I wonder if the world will tell her to shut up like they did Jada. Um, yeah. Jim Jones, who's this rapper, is calling crackheads and asking, did Jada Pinkett sell them crack? Because, you know, she made the, uh, the, um, distinction that back in the day she used to be a drug dealer. So they want to know if you got... If you bought crack from Jada, come forward. Come forward. That's what people want to know. Let's see what else is going on. (sighs) 
President Biden released a statement saying I'm outraged and deeply saddened by the explosion of the hospital in Gaza and the terrible loss of life. Yeah, it's still a lot going on over there, y'all. It's, it's, it's just right now seems so crazy that I'm discussing Britney Spears and then over on the other side of the world, things are blowing up. It's just, it's become so normal to us. It's crazy how how life is, but it's not lost on me, this stuff at all. It's just, what can we do, man? What can we really do? Um, pray it never comes over here. Oh no, it's just wild. Um, let's see what else we got going on. They are banning relaxers from the FDA wants to ban relaxers. They're saying that it causes cancer. Even though I still people still see people using relaxers, they also want to ban menthol cigarettes. They said 83% of black people smoke menthols and they're targeted. And so yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's see what else we got going on. President Biden plans to submit a roughly $100 billion supplemental funding funding request to Congress in the upcoming days that would include money for Israel, Ukraine, Taiwan, and the U.S. border security. Interesting. Sure, that won't pass, though. They looking at Biden like you still trying to slip Ukraine some money. I'm really in a loss for words on where I want to go for my vacation, Um, my anniversary trip. I really want to go. Like I see some beautiful places. But I'm scared. I'm scared of bugs and and creatures. And as I stated on an earlier podcast, I know that if I go somewhere that has like a jungle, my husband's going to find every creepy crawly thing in America or well, it won't be in America. And he'll find it and be like, babe, look at this, babe. And then it'll be my luck that I get bit by something or something real crazy. Like it'll be real beautiful. But then, you know, God forbid if I get braids or something and I'll always feel like something's crawling on me. Like, I'm already freaking myself out about this. So, I just don't know. Like, I I saw Costa Rica and I thought like, wow, that looks really pretty. The waterfalls, the volcanoes, you know, beautiful. But, bugs, frogs, lizards everything you could ever imagine is over there and I mean they're over everywhere but and it's a freaking rainforest so you know I mean I just don't know I don't know if I'm ready for that adventure is there enough bug spray is TSA gonna take my bug spray when I try to go through the things these are things that's already on my brain I literally started itching today just thinking about bugs which is wild um, U.S. is urging Americans not to travel to Lebanon because of rockets. Yeah. They're still arresting the Proud Boys. You know, I was thinking to myself, 
when you sign up to be a proud boy, do you around like, I'm a proud boy? Like, what makes you, what makes that a thing you want to join? It's kind of, when they came up with that name, it's just kind of weak. I mean, it's just the most weakest name of the game to me. Can y'all come up with something else like Dark Knights or, you know, Avengers or Leftist Liberators or, you know, something cool. Like, Proud is just so weak, man. Y'all couldn't come up with nothing else? That's simpy. That's simp, simp, simpy. I'm just going through this news, y'all, seeing what else there is going on. Somebody said, what opinion about adulthood would have you feel in a certain type of way? Somebody said, dating someone with a huge age gap can be predatory. Everybody can't go with you on your journey. The club ain't all that. Struggling just to say you have your own place is not ideal. The American dream ain't dreaming like they said it would. You're going to be winging it a lot. Maturity doesn't always come with age. It's your responsibility to heal. Metabolism changes will catch you off guard. Going to bed at the same time every night will change your life. Yes, even on weekends. Credit cards can be used to have a better quality of life. People pleasing can sometimes help you professionally. You don't have to repeat the cycle of abuse by spanking children. Having a business side hustle can help you reduce a lot of expenses. You actually have to talk to people to make friends. You waste a lot of food if you don't like don't start eating at home. I don't waste food when I don't eat at home. Most people are mostly stuck at the age when their trauma began. A pill organizer is necessary. Doesn't matter that that they are your parents, you may have to cut them off if they keep hurting you. Alcohol is not your friend. Turns out avoiding your problems don't actually make them go away. I agree with most most of these except for going to bed at the same time. I don't like to. I like to stay up late. Especially on my off days. I like to have fun. Actually, my husband literally will make me go to bed and it's so lame. And it's like, I um, I work nights, so I try to keep a different kind of schedule. But yeah, he'll literally try to make me turn the TV off. And to defy him, I'll stay up and be on my phone. not that we need more news Jim Jordan lost his first US speaker vote plays for a for time so they don't want him clearly there's a funeral home for sale in Pennsylvania if y'all want to buy one of them that's something I can never get into 
for calling out Justin Timberlake. Justin, you know, always pay attention who you date in your early life. You never know when it might come back to bite you. Not that I care about Justin at all, but... Brittany has have this fixation on that guy. I think she told why her last marriage just split up. They're gonna try to blame Justin for this. Yeah, other than that, y'all, the news is kind of weak today. Let's go ahead and get into some other stuff. Just red to toss. Red to toss. What is the one thing that you flat out just don't know how people afford? Shoot, that's a lot of stuff. Um, but I would definitely say like cosmetic surgery just because I don't really know what it's gonna do for you in the long run. Like you might you might I know it's people that get tummy tucks and stuff and they be like hemorrhaging, jacked up sick. Or you might just be like really cute, but you still gotta go to work. And be cute at work is just a waste of life. Especially when you get old. You know, like my age. Like, I could get some nip and tucks done to my body. But I'd just still be sitting at work fine. Like, for what? Somebody says, secret secret hidden families. Wow. Women keep who keep up with nails, lash extensions, Botox. Yeah, that stuff is very expensive. But, yeah, people, people keep that up. First class airfare. I've, I've always wanted to fly first class, but when I see it, it's kind of lackluster. Like, the only way I would really like to fly first class is, like, if you had a whole, like, seat divider, like, where you ain't sitting next to somebody. And I like to not see people get on the plane after board like I just don't even want to see people like that's the only way I'd even consider it somebody said a boat or an RV don't know how people afford daycare daycare is very expensive somebody said buying a house right now going out to lunch four to five times a week most people that go out to lunch every day don't buy a lot of groceries but I can tell you my house we buy groceries and we still go out to eat but you know there's that um let's see what else we got here what is an addiction people have but don't know about definitely people who say they're not addicted to their phone but they totally are and the phone will tell you like, I know if, if you're in TikTok, this girl literally pops up and tells you to stop scrolling. I can't stand that girl, either. Somebody said external validation. That's a good one. 
toxic relationships, procrastination, mobile screen addiction, social media, shopping, sugar. Sugar is definitely a thing. Somebody said escapism, daydreaming, video games. I mean, I feel like escapism is not terrible. You should want a mental escape from most places. What's wrong with daydreaming? Let's see what the men are talking about. Men who dated rich women, what happened? I don't even know what happened. It's like this popped up and then that was that. A lot of people are saying anything below a hundred thousand is not a lot of money. Um, somebody said eat ribs day and night. There's not a lot of feedback on that. It's not a lot of guys saying something. What is the worst thing that ever happened to your testicles? This is an interesting thread. There's a time I had testicular testicular cancer. That sucks. I bet it did, buddy. The vasectomy that left me with two lemon-sized hematomas in my groin. I developed a spermatokelly to celly. And it grew the size of an orange. Sorry for the citrus reference. Of years to the point I could hardly walk. I had to remove a nerve damage that's made my sack really sensitive to touch, pain, not pleasure, and cause irreversible ED. They kick her six months after the vasectomy. I found out my wife is sterile. Dang, man, that sucks. Balls. Who knew? Torsion. In high school, some popular guys decided to start nut tapping everyone, continue for a year. I lost count of how many times I double over from those D-backs hitting me in the nuts. Surprised I could have children out after that. At least he got children after that. Testicular torsion. I don't know what that is, but it seems like it hurts. Took a beer league slap shot and deflected off another player and went right off the crown of my cup a few years later thank goodness I was wearing protection because of her like heck can only imagine the trauma if I had taken it out basically felt like crying every time I breathed it for a day or two I had hydrocelly I don't know how to pronounce these it's an accumulation of water in the scrotum they cut open my left ball and drank the water they had to take out the testicle to clean it and put it back in and so everything shut I had some complications for four days. Felt like someone had just kicked me in the balls. I don't know why these are pretty interesting, but I know that my husband would hate this thread. 
Some dude said he sat naked on an anthill and needless to say, sack got ate by fire ants. Pretty funny. That's nuts. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's funny. To all the married men out there, what do you think your biggest flaws are as a husband? Hopefully y'all say not doing chores. Formerly married man, but I learned a lot about myself and my personal failings as a husband during after my divorce. I'm going to say that one of my biggest flaws was that I viewed marriage as a finish line and less like the start of a new race. I avoided conflict because I thought not fighting or arguing was better than arguing. That slowly turned into resentments. I kept my mouth shut far too often for the sake of peace and followed the happy wife, happy life advice way too much. I should have strongly voiced my concerns in a constructive manner. I should have pursued a better teamwork dynamic and I certainly should have treated my marriage with more passion. So it looked like y'all just fizzled out. I can't speak about my needs because I have a low self-esteem and don't think I deserve it. As such, I become a sullen, grumpy shadow pervading the house. Wow. I could be more affectionate. It's always been hard for me, but I'm actively working on it. Honesty. You might think it's a virtue, but try saying exactly what you think every time for a few months and see how much your wife thinks this one. Procrastination. Pettiness, inconsistent communication, complacency. I love these answers. Not expression emotion well, not being romantic as I should be. I like this. I like this a lot. Men aren't good at communicating, um, and I think, or showing emotion, but. I think that's what makes you having a good spouse. And when I say like somebody that can understand when you are trying to communicate in your way, that they can be like, they might think something, you know, they might think something wrong with you and ask, you know, you know, yeah, that was good talk, fellas. Let's get into these story times. I read the ladies first, just FYI. I'm not skipping the gals. Med refill set up for November 1st. Hope you got them ready. You got two weeks before November 1st. Make sure your meds are good because it sounds like Walgreens is about to go on strike. The pharmacies in the back of Walgreens, they're talking about going on strike and it's not because of pay. It's not because of pay, it's because of conditions, okay? I know what you're thinking, I don't go to Walgreens. CVS is thinking about it too. CVS is thinking about going on strike. Some of their locations are at least. And know what you're thinking, oh, I'll go to Rite Aid. Rite Aid just declared bankruptcy. And here's the conditions. Here's the problem that we're having right now. You see, you have these pharmacies and the pharmacy techs, right? You've gone to the pharmacy, you know what I'm talking about. If you get regular medication, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Those people are running full sprint marathons for eight fucking hours straight. Their whole shift is front to back running like dogs. 
They're trying to fill meds. They're trying to answer the phone. They're trying to answer the fucking register. They're trying to answer the fucking drive-thru like it's a goddamn Wendy's. Then they're trying to administer vaccines and testing on people. They just added a minute clinic. A lot of these places now are demanding that the, that the customers, like myself, go and order our medication through apps because we, we there's nobody to answer the phone, so we got to use an app. Which means that the people working in the pharmacy have to show people how to use the app. And the people who are in front of me at the goddamn pharmacy are 89 years old and Korean War veterans. And they don't need to know how to use a fucking app on a goddamn Android. So these people are sitting there. They're making good money. The people working at these pharmacies, they are making good money. They just don't have enough fucking bodies to get through the day. And the thing is, is corporate isn't going to listen because corporate looks at the bottom fucking line and the bottom fucking line says we're making good money and we ain't paying a lot of fucking payroll. That's the best thing that corporate could ever look for. It's a KPI. It's a key performance indicator. They ain't looking at the performance that you and I look at when we see an employee in a pharmacy running back and forth trying to teach a 78-year-old person how to open up the fucking iTunes store to download an app so they can order the fucking medication to get a boner again? They don't They don't have to say that. They just look at a percentage at the bottom of a fucking spreadsheet and then they turn to BlackRock and Vanguard and say, we're doing great, fellas. But we see it. We see the fear and the hesitancy and the fucking exhaustion in these people's eyes. And then as we're standing 15 people deep at 5.15 p.m. on a fucking Wednesday trying to get the medication we need because if we eat goldfish crackers, we get fucking heartburn at 39. We notice the same thing they notice, which is that there's two fucking registers here and the second one has never been fucking open ever. There isn't enough staff and they're not willing to hire. And I know what you're thinking. I'll go someplace else. A lot of them are starting to go under now. They're starting to go fucking bankrupt because those same fucking executives who went and said we have enough staff when we don't are the same ones who told all these pharmacies to look the other way when all these prescriptions for Oxycontin were being written. And now those same fucking executives lost all of their fucking trials and now they have to pay out. They have to pay out to the families and the victims that we lost to the opioid epidemic. So here we are. Here we are. Just stuck in a cycle. Back and forth forever. That dude had me rolling. But he is like everybody that ever has to deal with a pharmacy and just the shenanigans. But yeah, it's getting real out here. We're getting medicine and stuff, y'all. It's crazy. On July 18, 2022, around 8.45 p.m., the Arlington, Texas police received a phone call from a young lady reporting a domestic violence incident between her brother, 25-year-old Ricky Dole, and his girlfriend, 24-year-old Brianna Johnson. She stated that while her brother and his girlfriend were sitting in a white Jeep, Brianna began arguing with him, and out of nowhere, she struck her brother several times. Started beating on his chest, and she took his phone. She threw his phone. 
then she came back and she picked the phone up. She threw it at him. Now, by the time the police arrived, Brianna had drove off to get away from the scene to avoid being arrested. But just a few minutes later, the police received multiple phone calls about a man on fire outside of an EZ Mart or Shell's gas station in the 19 block of East Mayfield Road. At the store, Brianna and Ricky had pulled over to get some gas from the gas station, but as they were sitting there, they continued to argue and fight with one another. As things heated up, Brianna yells out, I am going to kill you, then hops out her car and walks in the store while Ricky stayed behind. Once she gets to the cashier, she tells them, give me 50 cent on the pump with the white Jeep. So she paid for the gas, walks back out to her vehicle, pulls the pump out the machine, and begins pumping that 50 cent worth of gas into the back seat where Ricky was sitting. Ricky begins yelling and cussing her out, asking her, what are you doing, but remains in the back seat. Brianna then gets back in the driver's seat and within a split second, sets him on fire. The fire immediately erupts and Ricky jumps out the car, engulfed in flames, and begins running around the parking lot screaming in agony while rolling on the ground trying to extinguish the flames. But no matter what he did, they wouldn't go out. So several people at the store that had witnessed all this ran over to try to help by beating the fire with their shirts. But when that didn't work, someone grabbed the fire extinguisher and finally put them out. So once the flames were subsided, Ricky, who was bleeding all over the place, gets up and walks into the gas station where multiple people try to render first aid, but the skin on his body had been burned so badly, just about everything they touched would rub off. Now, while all this was going on, Brianna, who was just standing there watching, gets into it with one of the people that was trying to place her under citizen's arrest. Now, as one of the witnesses got closer to her, they tried to grab her and hold her till the police arrived, but Brianna overpowered and pushed the person down to the ground. Now, the paramedics immediately rushed him to a nearby hospital, who then had to transport him by helicopter to a burn unit. Now, back at the store, the police who were trying to gather as much evidence as possible had multiple witnesses come forward to tell them what they saw. Now, I'm not sure if this is true or not, but one person even said that after Brianna had been confronted by the people trying to stop her, they saw her with a smile on her face as she fled the scene. So authorities immediately put out a warrant for Brianna's arrest, but didn't locate and arrest her until the next day. Now, at first, she was booked into the Tarrant County Jail where she was being held on a $50,000 bond for an assault charge, but soon, all that would change. On August 2nd, 2022, the Arlington Police Department was notified that Ricky, who had been in the hospital for two weeks due to his severe burns, had succumbed to his injuries. As a result, the case that was initially categorized as an assault charge was now being investigated as a homicide. This caused the investigators to do a little digging and learned that she had a history of previous convictions that included evading arrest, possession of a controlled substance, and possession of marijuana. Then on top of that, she was also named in a previous domestic violence complaint involving her boyfriend, Ricky, but the circumstances of the event was not disclosed. Now, Brianna Johnson's charges are expected to change in the future, but as of today, she is still being held in the Terry County Jail with just that assault charge. Crews continue to clean up outside the North Dade Regional Library Thursday, one day after police say a woman was gunned down in the parking lot. Good morning, Ms. Small. You were arrested for one count of first-degree murder. 64-year-old Joyce Small faces one count of first-degree murder after police say she ambushed the victim and shot her multiple times in cold blood. So there's probable cause for first-degree murder. 
It's no bonds. It happened at the library branch in Miami Gardens at Northwest 183rd Street and 24th Avenue. A female was shot and located uh, in the, on the ground of the parking lot. According to the arrest form, Small continued to shoot the victim even as she begged for her life. Police say Small finished by standing over the victim and shooting her in the head before walking away. The entire incident was captured on surveillance cameras and witnessed by a library guest. I was just shocked that it was her. This man says he frequents the library and that the victim was an acquaintance of his. I do. She was very smart. She knew the law a lot. Miami Gardens police took Small into custody and recovered her weapon at the scene. Small allegedly told investigators she knew the victim who was homeless and had helped her in the past, but also said she believed the victim had been romantically involved with her married boyfriend. So the shooter initially agreed to, or excuse me, invoked her right to stay silent and have an attorney present. Police say that she later changed her mind and spoke to them freely. She also told investigators that the victim had agitated her in the moments before the shooting. However, investigators say they reviewed that surveillance video and that it does tell a different story. We are working to get more information about that victim, including her name. Reporting in Miami Gardens, Leanne Motohill, Local 10 News. Crazy, y'all. I did my research so you won't have to. And a big shout out to this commenter for bringing this evil man to my attention. Pictured here is Jason DJ Kid Pope. This white supremacist went on to infect over 693 young black girls with HIV AIDS knowingly. I am not joking. His criminal rap sheet goes all the way back to December 1995. That's 26 years. His rap sheet is so long, I'm more than sure this TikTok is going to need three parts. December 1995, he was charged with impersonating a officer, convicted, and given a one-year sentence that was suspended and two years of probation. In February of 1996, he was charged with the prostitution of a minor and given a 30-month sentence that was suspended. August of 1997, he was charged with assault and battery, convicted, and only received a fine. In January of 1998, he was arrested for trespassing and resisting arrest, resulting in another fine. April of 1988, he was convicted of disorderly conduct, received another fine. March 1999, charged with forgery and larceny, no conviction. December of 2000, charged with forgery, finally sentenced to just 90 days in jail. September of 2001, he went on to be charged with forgery again and given a suspended sentence of five years and two years of probation again. Again, March of 2002, obtaining signatures under false pretense, no conviction. October of 2002, opened a retail business without a license, suspended sentence of 30 days. May of 2003, driving on suspended license. He took a small break from the white privilege, picked it back up May of 2006, and did malicious injury to personal property, but didn't get sentenced for either. October of 2006, charged with the illegal distribution of a recording I bet you can guess what he recorded. January 2007, once again, operating a retail business without a license. 
May of 2007, charged again with illegal distribution of a recording and just given a two-year sentence of probation. November of 2011, convicted of unlawful use of a phone. No jail time. December 2011, he gave a 13- and 16-year-old girl AIDS on Thanksgiving Day. No charges were filed. He did not serve any time, even though the police were called. Follow for part two. So he, yeah, he infected over 700 black women with AIDS. And anytime I see the story on this DJ Kid Pope, I play it because he's currently locked up, but... Y'all gotta be careful. These disgusting people out here, y'all. Um, I'm trying to see if all. So I this happened a little over a. How old are you, Diamond? Him. Hold on. So this. How old are you, Diamond? I'm 44. 44. Have you ever been married? I'm married right now, but I'm, I'm, I'm separated. My husband is a cheater. How many? How many children's dads do you have? Just one. I got six, Kendra. I gave every man I loved a baby. Hmm. Okay, so you have six children by six men, and you're married to a different man. That's right. You must got some fire vagina. I got some good cool counters, Miss Cantra. It's good. <laughs> well, I used to be on cocaine a long time ago. I got 13 years clean. Pets on my back. I'm happy you've been clean for 13 years. Thank you so much. Praise God. Do you have any deal breakers? Yes. Thank you for asking me that. I don't want nobody with no stank breath. You hear me? I've been meeting people with a whole lot of halitosis, Miss Kendra. Um, I know I got a gap right here, right there like that. But I don't want nobody that, that don't have no teethuses in their mouth. You know what I'm talking about? Um, I don't do stank feet because men tend to come, you know, over to my house, you know, when I was dating with functified feet, Miss Kendra. And um, I don't want nobody that smell like a wooden nickel. You hear me? They got this. They got to have some cologne going on. You know, you you got to give me something that make me want to eat you up or suck something. You know what I'm talking about? So, yeah, ma'am. Yeah, ma'am. That right there. And they got to have that appearance. I don't want no um, no wolf man jack, you know, because I can get jiggy with it when I want to. So he can't be, you know, he got to be up to par on his appearance and stuff like that. You know what I'm talking about? You know what? Normally, I don't do fat guys, Miss Kendra, because I normally I have to hold on to their titties and then it, when I'm in the mood and and wrap my legs around them, that's, it be hurting. It be hurting me real bad. So I don't I don't want no fat man because I keep having to hold on to them and then they have to throw me off over, you know what I'm talking about, for me to get up off them and then my legs and stuff be hurting. So I don't want no fat man with no big old belly. Technically, you're not single. You married, but you've been separated for two years. But why do you think you're... I'm, I'm single because, look, when he cheated Miss Kendra, the Bible tells you that I had all grounds to leave his tail. So that was my right. That was your... What, what scripture? What part of that was in the Bible? That was in um, Diamondologist 34. That, and, and what did it say exactly? It says that when a man cheated on his wife because they was one that he could have got his head bust to the white meat <laughs> and that I got grounds to leave that ass immediately. Girl, she said Wolfman Jack. My mom loves saying Wolfman Jack. Who is Wolfman Jack? That's going to be the title of this. Who is Wolfman Jack? 
And when your head get busted or white meat, it's over for you, bruh. She didn't want nobody smelling like no wood nickel. What is a wood nickel? I love old country slang, you know? Because I'm an old country gal. I'll see y'all later.